You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode 104. Hello to all of my lovely podcast listeners and welcome to this week's episode. I hope that you're all doing really well. And as always, a big thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to these podcasts. So this week, I'll be talking about how grief recovery is always unfolding. Now, life, relationships, health, you know, we have to constantly work to keep them moving and functioning in a healthy way. We have to work on ourselves. We have to work on our relationships. We have to work on keeping ourselves healthy and we work on our business. If we don't, they can all fall apart. You see, because there's no quick fix. It's a job unto itself. And that is what grief recovery is about. It's an ongoing process that we have to tend to and work at it because nobody can do it for us. Now, for some, grief can feel a lot like depression. But grief is a natural process that people go through when they're experiencing a loss. And that could be the death of a loved one, divorce, miscarriage, infertility, loss of a job, loss of a pet, or any of the many life events that can cause us to grieve. And those painful emotions arise from the connections that we make with people, places and things. And grief is a person's emotional, spiritual, mental and physical reaction to loss. And sometimes grief can begin before the loss occurs and it may persist to some degree even after you've taken steps to move through it. And sadly, you know, many people try desperately to hide parts of their life from the world. They try to hide those feelings that they may be feeling, especially if they are shameful and embarrassing. And most of us never want to burden others with our sad and painful feelings. And so we stuff them inside and desperately try to run away from them and avoid them or numb them with drugs, alcohol, shopping or working long hours. And we will grasp onto anything that we think will stop us from feeling our pain. Now, I've noticed that lots of people think that once they've gone through the grief recovery program, they will forever stay recovered. I mean, after all, they've worked on and dealt with the relationship of the loss. 
And wouldn't it be wonderful if the grief recovery program was like creating a beautiful sculpture, something that once you've completed, you could sit back and enjoy it and never have to work on it again. Unfortunately, though, it doesn't work that way. You see, when you take action steps to do the program, you would have done all that you are able to do in that moment in time. You would have followed the suggested steps to deal with all of the things that are incomplete for you in that relationship. And you would have acknowledged and dealt with those things that you had uncovered at that point in time. But the reality is, unlike the sculpture that never changes, you will continue to come across new things in your life. And with each passing day, you may think of of many other things that you wish might have been different, better or more in that particular relationship. And when that comes up for you, it will require some additional recovery action on your part. Now, as a grief recovery specialist, we often refer to recovery action as tending to a beautiful garden rather than working on a sculpture. You see, as many of you know, when you're working on a garden, your action plan is for you, now this is figuratively, to work at until the soil And then you'll decide what elements of that relationship you want to save and hold on to. And next you'll look and go over things that you might weed out and let go of so that they don't get in the way of any fond memories that you have about that relationship. And if you were in a difficult or painful relationship, then your work is about taking back your power so that you can once again experience happiness in your life. And once you've completed that task, you'll be able to step back and enjoy what you've accomplished, just like the enjoyment you get from admiring the work that you put into your sculpture. However, the difference is that with a garden, you must continue to tend to it because you'll end up pulling the occasional weeds that pop up here and there. And as life continues, it's important that you take additional action steps to cultivate and maintain your recovery. So what that means is you must continue to deal with any new incomplete issues that come up for you And you have to work on it. And unfortunately, one of the biggest problems I see is that once people have taken their first recovery steps, they forget that it's an ongoing process and that it's always unfolding. And while working through and finishing the program, most people often feel such a huge relief because of all of the work that they've done. But sadly, what happens is that's it for them. And they often end up falling back on their old habits of stuffing away any new emotional pain that might come up. 
And, you know, that pain will be new reminders of things that they may wish had been different, better or more in that relationship. Now, please know that these new things that come up are not a sign that these recovered grievers did not complete their recovery action. You know, perhaps the best way to describe this is with yet another metaphor. Now, I remember when it was time for us to get a new kitchen. You know, I was so excited, but I was worried about the cost. Everything in that kitchen needed to go. The appliances were old and the cupboards were falling apart at the hinges. And, you know, this can happen with many relationships. And so people by then are usually finally they're ready to take their first steps into taking the grief recovery program. Now, my first action with my kitchen was to replace the cupboards and get a new fridge and dishwasher. And I thought, you know, things were going to look good. And I painted the walls and the trim to make it look fresh and complete. And for the next several weeks, I would dance around the kitchen trying to make it work. Then one evening when I was cooking dinner, I began to notice things. And as much as I wanted to avoid it, you know, the burners on the stove were not working properly. The floor was in need of repair and a few other things needed additional attention. And the same is true for relationships in which we've already taken recovery action. New things will come up that need additional recovery action. They will need to be addressed, tended to and worked on. Now, you might be wondering if the Grief Recovery Programme is just another 12-step programme. I mean, after all, we're talking about ongoing work and this programme does involve apologies and forgiveness as part of the process. Well, I'm happy to tell you that this action plan does not involve going to weekly meetings for grievers to maintain their recovery. Instead, it really depends on the griever taking responsibility for their happiness. And that means they must keep taking any additional recovery action for themselves. You see, when they continue to do the work for themselves, then they can enjoy fond memories of the relationship without the constant reminders of emotional pain. And the good news is that there are no additional meetings unless grievers choose to seek out more support to deal with the loss that they face. And the key to being forever successful in dealing with the emotional pain that any loss might bring into your life is to change the lifelong habit. And that change is to stop stuffing those painful feelings deep inside and not dealing with them effectively. Life is work. You will get out of it what you are willing to put into it. And yes, my friends, grief recovery is ongoing as grief is always unfolding. And it's something that you really have to deal with. 
However, once you've learned how to apply the tools that the grief recovery program has to offer in dealing with one loss, then you can use those same tools on any and all losses that may come your way. Not only will it help you to continue to stay recovered in one relationship, but in others as well. And best of all, you'll no longer need to live under an emotional cloud that comes from having unfinished business in any relationship. So why not continue to take the needed steps on an ongoing basis? That way you can get the most out of every relationship in your life and live with the happiness that we all deserve. And you know what? You are worth it. Okay, you lovely people. That is it for this week's podcast. I hope that you've enjoyed it and that it was helpful for you. If you'd like to find out more about the Grief Recovery Program and any of my services, then please visit my website, givegriefachance.com. There you can drop me an email, you can ask me a question or you can share your story via voice message and I will be happy to play it on the podcast. And if you have any painful feelings that are keeping you awake at night, then why not download my free guided meditation? You know, it's a great way to help you relax and lead you to a place of peace and rest. So go check it out. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it, like it and share it. And if you feel like it, come and join me on Instagram at Give Grief a Chance Coach. And last but not least, I'd like to invite you to a safe and nurturing private group. It's just for women. It's on Facebook and it's called Life After Loss with Diane Morgan. And I would be honoured if you would come and join us and give your grief a voice. Okay, my friends, take good care and have a wonderful week.